Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Well, hoot and a holler and a ring around the collar. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a brand new Good Game Nice Try. I'm trying something new. I'm trying something new, you know? Let's, uh, you know, let's, uh, anyway. Uh, uh, once again, here with the amazing, the talented, the lovely Sonia Reed. Hey, Sonia, what's going on? Oh. You, look a little, you look a little sleepy today. You look, look a little tired. You all right? Yeah, what's going ho- on? Hoot and a holler and uh, everything oh. else to you, and too, sno- I guess. A snore around the a collar. A snoozy collar, I guess. A snoozy um, collar. What's up? I have a problem. Uh-oh. I have a big problem, boy. Oh, no. You know, you know how you have something that you've fallen in love with numerous times, and every time you think it's out of your life, it just comes back in full force. I, yes, I know that well. What now? What has? What did you think you left behind, but really did not? I thought I thought it was in the past. I thought I was over it. I thought I could move on. Oh my God. But I just reinstalled. League of Legends <laughs> a couple days ago. And I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't stop. I don't think I've been this addicted to a game again in so long. I was looking at my past games and I played a little bit 2019, but before that, it's been years. It's been years. I thought I kicked this. And wow. I'm, I'm back. I'm back in, baby. Full force. Now, wait. Okay. I have questions for you. Okay. okay. <laughs> the first one being, I think the most obvious, which is what made you dive back in? What made you go back? Uh, honestly, I think, uh, I mean, recently I've been trying to, I, I maybe I was looking for it. Maybe I was, I was trying, I was fishing for it. I was looking for something that I could really just sink my teeth into again because I miss it. I miss, uh, I, I used to play the shit out of Counter-Strike. I would love, I'd play CSGO all night and I, I haven't had a game like that in a minute. So I played a little bit of Valorant. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm kind of into it. And then I played a little bit of Apex. I'm like, okay, all right, it's not it's not scratching that itch fully. Um, and my friend Daichi, who I've known, I, I met through League of Legends in like, what, 2012 or 13 or something like that. Whoa. Um, I hit him up and I'm like, yeah, we should play Valorant or something. And then like, I casually just brought up League of Legends. And now he's fully addicted again. <laughs> you can't I, smoke half a crack rock. I dragged know? us both back to back to hell. I, I brought us both back, back in. Back to hell, <sighs> she says. Oh, back to but, hell. Yep. Yeah, so I'm fully back in. 
So what do you love about it? Initially, what did you love? And now what do you love? What are you rediscovering? Gosh, I, I think it's honestly a lot of it is just familiarity. It's something that I've spent so many hours in that wow. it just it's like slipping back into a, a, a robe that you, you have in your closet. That's sure. familiar. It's just a familiar feeling. Yeah. And when you have a good team and you get like your character gets fed and you're doing well and you're just dominating. Ah, it's so satisfying. And bringing everybody together, you're all kind of pushing your, your separate lanes. Um, and then once things kind of get more chaotic, everyone just comes together and you're like, all right, team, we're beefy. And then you go in for team fights and it's just, it's satisfying. It's satisfying when you have a good team. There is like a little asterisk there. When you have a good team <laughs> and you're working together and you can just like dominate a team fight and uh, which I don't do very often, but it's fun. It, it's fun. So wait, no, why is there an asterisk? What do you mean? Well, you know, I feel like maybe, I mean, like most online games, especially League, I feel like it kind of gets a bad rep for not maybe being a little toxic sometimes. That's with any game though. And I thought that I was kind of not past it or over it, but I'm like, no, it's fine. Like it can't be that toxic anymore. And the last game that I played last night, I was, I, I had just lost two games. So I'm not, I'm not in the happiest of, of mindsets going into my third game of the night, which by the way, can last like, 45 minutes. So it's like, it's an investment. It's a, it's a huge investment. So I'm coming off of an hour and a half of getting my ass kicked and, uh, I'm going into my third game. I'm like, this is the one, this is the one I got support and I was supporting somebody in the bottom lane. And before the game even starts, he starts calling me out about my loadout. He's he's like, Oh, you should pick this, pick this, uh, instead. And I'm like, I, I just didn't respond because I'm like, no, 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 no. And he's like, Nami, Nami, pick this. Pick the, why are you running? Heal, you need Ignite. Run Ignite. And he's like Jesus. screaming at me to the point that somebody else jumps in and they're like, relax. Just relax. And the dude's like, ugh. And the last message I saw before the game launched was, ugh. Oh my God. What? And I'm like, I'm like, this is how I'm starting this is how I'm starting my my neck. I've locked in for the next 45 minutes in with somebody who's yelling at me and who started our, our game with, ugh. So it's 3.30 a.m. I know. So it, yeah, it has its ups and downs, but I'm, I'm still ugh, fully in love with it. What's the future of this addiction? Are you going to continue playing? Are you sinking in? Are you going to try to kick the habit again? <sighs> well, play, I'm in it. I'm fully in it. And I have a a friend who is also extremely fully in it. <laughs> so it's going to be hard to kick. Um, I think I'm just going to embrace it. Yes. I'm falling in for now. That's love fine. It. I love it. Speaking of League of Legends, see what I did there? Our guest today is a Twitch streamer, professional gamer, and YouTuber known for Fortnite, Overwatch, and of course, League of Legends, or as I call it, League of Legends. She's been a staple in the industry what? for a very long time, and we were super stoked to chat with her. So here is our interview with the one, the only, Loser Fruit. Kath, I'm so happy you could join us. I'm happy you could join us today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey. 
Um, I know that we've kind of been following each other on Twitter and social media and stuff for like a second, but I don't think we've really had a chance to uh, like get to know each other. <laughs> mm, we've never talked, but we've known. F- I feel like I've followed you for years, so I feel like I've known you for years in a way. <laughs> yeah, I feel very like I do know you well, but internet wise, yeah, it's such a strange. <laughs> it's such a strange world, and I feel like yeah. we have like a lot of mutuals. But you know, in uh. I guess, you know, just looking into before this podcast, I didn't realize how similar we were, especially with the way that we started our whole, you know, content creation journey. We both started in 2013. We both started, uh, I saw you were doing Outlast videos and League of Legends, Mm -hmm. both of which are two things that I started my channel on too, (laughs) which I thought was wild. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. We have a lot of weird similarities off the start. (laughs) Very different pathways and from there but yeah no, I think a lot of people started quite similarly there's only like a few games that you could really like pop off back then and mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we most of them tried them most of us tried them for sure you guys are like circling each other like wolves you know it's like <laughs> only one can survive you have to fight to the death from across the world <laughs> yeah, right, from across the world exactly and also, too, to preface this whole whole podcast, we have you getting up at uh, the crack of dawn, a, a beautiful, bright and early, very uh, early, <laughs> 9 a.m. morning, <laughs> which we I do appreciate endlessly. You could have just left it at crack of dawn. You didn't have to say the time. <laughs> I know. I have, I have to say, do you find do you find yourself? It's interesting. The live streaming is such an interesting thing because it involves interaction with other people. And so you kind of have to work your life around it, which is kind of a, a kind of an interesting thing. When you first got started, what were some of the hurdles that you found when you were streaming? Um, not just when I first got started, but like just in general. Um, yeah, it was like timing and like people finding it really weird. I found, cause like in Australia we have really we have shit internet. We have the worst internet ever, particularly back in 2013. So it's like I, the first biggest hurdle I had was like I had to move out to get, you know, to stream, to do it well. <laughs> so my mom didn't understand that. So that was, that was a fun conversation, honestly. <laughs> mom, I need to move out. I need better internet. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? <Yeah. laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> but she understands now, you know, you know, that she sees me making money. She's like, that's a, that's fine now but but yeah no not back then yeah at the time it's probably a little difficult to understand absolutely especially you know 2013 yeah no one was really doing it well uh, people were doing it and and doing it well but like not not so mainstream like yeah. now and now everyone wants to be a youtuber i swear <laughs> like every kid wants to be a youtuber <laughs> i'm like okay why <laughs> <laughs> do you get i it's funny because i get i find that i get that a lot now i mean the pre-COVID and everything at mm. conventions when, um, or even anywhere when you meet people or even, you know, in your DMs or anything, everyone is like, now how do I become a YouTuber? How do I become, how do I do Twitch? How they do I are, do this? They are. I want to. I mean, like, it's important to a lot of other careers too, but like just being good at like social media, but it's just surprising that that's the main thing that they want to be. I'm like, I honestly, I wish I could be something else and a YouTuber for that. Mm. Like the same have you ever seen like uh, uh, people who are just like great at their professions and then they turn that into YouTube videos too? Like 
like mm. lawyers mm-hmm. doing that. Like I love that. <laughs> like that's the cool thing. That's what I would want to be. One of my favorite uh, YouTube channels is Lock Picking Lawyer. He's a lawyer, but then he also right. Yeah, he picks yeah. locks. Yeah. I know exactly. And it's, what you're <laughs> oh my god, that's a rabbit hole. If I watch one video, I'm watching nine of them. And by the Wait, way, and he's a lawyer. And he's a lawyer. Yeah, of course. He's a lock picking lawyer. And he's, by the way, right? I mean, Kath, back me up on this. Insane at lock picking. Yeah, I mean, it's the best Unreal. lock picker. I don't know any other YouTubers that lock pick, to be honest, but I'm sure he's the best. Guys, cornered that market. <laughs> We found our we found our new path. It's lockpick videos. It's lockpick. It's the you know what? That's the original video game is lockpicking. Before before Mist, before any puzzle games, it was picking locks. <laughs> what uh? I guess I mean, what kicked it off for you? Like, what was your first interest in streaming, and how? Uh, so like you know, as everyone else, most other streamers played games all my life, and um, and then uh, you know, League of Legends played League of Legends, which is, if you don't know what League of Legends is, it's like, it's a soul-sucking game. <laughs> it really is. Like, yeah. So I, you know, went through a breakup and I was like, you know what, I'm going to play League of Legends. <laughs> it's gonna yes. be so I got good at it. Um, I got really good at it because of that. Um, and then I saw people streaming and I saw people, you know, who just like kind of look like me doing it. And I was like, I could do that too. So I just started doing it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember advice that someone gave me, um, and I still know them today, and they were like, don't do it. It's too hard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> At the very beginning? Yeah, They're yeah, like, before nah. I started. Wow. It was, hey, it was someone I knew before getting into it. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm glad, you know, don't listen to every advice you get given, honestly. <laughs> right. Smart people could give you bad, bad takes for sure. <laughs> I'd say so for sure. But I mean, and well, I mean, look at you now. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah, I don't don't regret it. (laughs) You are in Fortnite. Yeah. That seems like such an insane full circle. How pretty insane. How crazy is that when you really think about it? Yeah, that's um, that's a weird one. Regardless of whether like someone plays it or not, they just know of Fortnite. Uh, So it's pretty like like global to sort of think I'm in like a game that's like super popular talked about that everyone knows of it's that's insane to me were you playing i mean i'm guessing you were playing an absolute shitload of fortnite beforehand yeah no i was um making a lot of fortnite content um yeah no i, I was making so much of it <laughs> so <laughs> so like it fit well and i was i was yeah it was a surprise what's another game you would want to be in like pokemon snap would you want to be turned into a pokemon <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, like, they have some pretty interesting Pokemon-looking things nowadays, right? so anyone Thank can be you. one. Soon there's going to be I a human. Like, I feel like I look like one now. I kind of, yeah, that's just, just my normal. They're just going to have humans walking around and just capturing yeah. humans. Yeah. It just turns I into manhunt. I can see that. Terrible. I can see that. Um, no, because I just, I can't imagine anything that I'd want to be in more than that. The only other thing I would say is, like, um, like you know how they do motion capture for like uh like story games that would be mm. yeah. if i could just be in a scene going like <laughs> you yeah. know something like dance a little bit uh that would be great like that would be goals <laughs> it's so funny we you know we interviewed nolan north who is obviously nathan drake and uncharted and all this stuff and he was talking about like 
doing the mocap capture and doing the voice mm. is so awkward because he's bearing, basically wearing a camera on his face. So like they had to do a kissing scene and like the cameras are like hitting Can't you up. do like the slow it's motion? Like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think what you're, you're a, a fan of horror games, right? What about like a killer in Dead by Daylight? I mean, that would be, that would actually be kind of awesome, honestly. Yeah, that'd be great. It's like the sounds they make too when like hunting oh, you down yeah. are very particular. You have to do mm. very innocent sounding. It is the most scary sounding I feel. What would your signature sound be if you were a killer in Dead by, like Sonia and I are running and you're hunting us down. What is the thing we hear that's going to shock <laughs> well, us? Well, there's one I'd be similar to, like the one that goes like... <laughs> She like sings. She like hums. I can't remember how she hums, but oh, um, God, oh, she's no. like oh. <laughs> it's like so <laughs> annoying. Honestly, it's the most annoying character in the verse. But yeah, oh, no. <laughs> just just catch me and kill me so I don't have yeah, to hear the song. Pretty right. <laughs> much, just end it. I'm just running out of you. <sighs> Sonia, what about you? What game would you want to be in? What's a game like? Would you want to be a Pokemon? No. Oh gosh. I don't know if I would make a good Pokemon. I don't know if I'm much of a fighter. <laughs> I would just be, I'd be like the Magikarp of Pokemon, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put I mean, me in as Magikarp. Maybe I could, I could nail that. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. I'm there with you. That's great. That. Maybe a trainer. Like a play, being a Pokemon trainer would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I could say it. You're already fashionable. You're sporty. You know, you, you got like a cool look. I feel like you could be fit right into that world, you know? They honestly should do that. They should do uh, creators as traders in their next release remember pokemon really popped off was it last year that one yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> they should do that it's heaps of streamers and uh content people were playing that well cc pokemon <laughs> um you've got two creators here <laughs> that would love to be trainers <laughs> that's right and I, i'll be one of the animals or uh you can, you can I, have I, him. He can be on your team. <laughs> I feel like I'd make a good Tetris piece, don't you think? Like I'd be like the good L. <laughs> Which one, the L? The L. Or maybe, or maybe what's the one that's like like the it's like an N or something? That's maybe me. I could be that. <laughs> a twisty one. Yeah. Creators is Tetris pieces. That's what I want to see. That's innovation. You I know, feel. Tetris needs to come out with yeah different skins for their pieces. It's been like 50 years. Um, speaking of, I guess, innovation, you've gone through, you know, from somebody who started on League of Legends and, and Outlast and everything, you've really, I guess, transitioned through a bunch of different genres, through different games and, and that whole evolution. You have three channels, you're streaming constantly. Yeah. Um, how do you, I, for somebody who I, I've stopped uploading on YouTube, like I've, I, I tapped out, I tapped out a while ago. It's very, it's a lot. So I, first of all, I admire you <laughs> endlessly because I know how much of a grind it is, but what, I guess, what keeps you from burning out? What keeps you excited? What are you excited about? It's funny. Cause I feel like I'm kind of like, you asked that one. I'm kind of burnt out right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm kind of just rethinking things, but, um, Honestly, just knowing that um, on YouTube, whatever views you get, that's like f- for life, and that'll keep generating over life. Like <laughs> that, mm-hmm. I like. I always loved streaming, and because I, 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 you know, got to actively get feedback. But that the fact that I could always just keep uh, generating views, and that it would just kind of like if I w- went away and I had a bunch of YouTube videos, that they would still keep, you know, going. Mm-hmm. It'd still keep making me money, and I could just. Leave that. So that was always enticing to me. That being said, I'm addicted to streaming and it's a problem. And like, I literally, 
can't stop. I don't know. This might be a problem. This might be why I'm burnt out. But it's like, um, it's the need to create things for other people every day that is for the past seven years has really been like, oh, almost eight actually, Um, has really been like, it almost changes the, it changes your brain in a way. It's like, um, Mm -hmm. I agree with that. You almost like start to live your life for other people because I started doing vlogs. I'm really still yeah. struggling creating that boundary, but what what kept me uploading uh, uploading really is just I don't know. Everyone just seemed to like it, so I just kept going with it. And it's just it was it's a fun game to try to like one up yourself and to find something to keep going and to like change games constantly. Well, not constantly, but like when it's appropriate, and to try to like evolve has been the most interesting part. It's it's hard to evolve as a creator. That's one of the hardest things that I think most people have is how do you start? Like getting something to pop off isn't that difficult, but getting it to like stay, getting people to stay is the hard part <laughs> over time, over eight years. That's the hard part, <laughs> but it's the most interesting part, I think, too. You've definitely gone through so many evolutions. And when people follow you for you, I think that's when it's really special when people follow for your content. Yeah, and just not, what, what you're not putting just out. Just a game for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've done an amazing job at that. I mean, talking about burnout. I mean, that that's something Sonia and I talk about a lot. And you know, what are some things you do to kind of combat that? Um, I think honestly, I just um, it's either just uh, going out, <laughs> you know, hanging out with family or even just friends. Um, is one of the main things that I need to do. I need to tell myself to spend more time doing. Um, <laughs> but honestly, just saying no to a lot more because gaming has gone, you just feel like you need to say yes to everything and be there constantly. That I just am really trying to say no. <laughs> and that's helping. That's helping a little bit. I think it's just like, and I think everybody's different. For me, I think it's perspective and just keeping perspective, which can yeah. be so difficult. Um, yeah, I know. Sonny, what do you, what do you, how do you kind of deal with burnout and those feelings? Woof. <laughs> just woof. Because <laughs> I feel it. I'm actually, just, and I mean, I, I talk to it, Aaron, a whole bunch off podcast too, just in general. Um, believe it or not, we are friends in real life. <laughs> she chooses, she chooses to talk to me. It's, uh, it's a mistake. I don't sure. believe it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't either. Um, and you know, I mean, Aaron, you'd probably know more than, uh, you know, some people that I'm coming out of some burnout situation now. I'm just barely on the, on the other side. I'm just, I'm just peering through the door of, of, getting out of this burnout situation. <laughs> so it does come in waves. And what you said about being able to say no, it it hit me instantly because that's the biggest reason why I just burned out the last two weeks <laughs> is because I agreed to everything. And I said yes to a whole bunch of people and I spread myself way too thin, way too thin. And then I have no energy for myself. And then it shows in your content too. It shows uh, you don't have the energy for your stream. You don't have the energy to to put it back out there. So I, I totally get that. And it's, it's, it is really hard to tell yourself to, to stop and to tell yourself yeah. to disconnect. Yeah. I really admire people that just can have told themselves early to just, dis, you know, disconnect and create those boundaries um, and not, you know, stream a certain amount of days. I really admire those people <laughs> <laughs> who, who've done it early, my God. <laughs> I know. I know. I was looking at your Twitch and I'm like, I wonder like how, how often she's been streaming and what she's been playing. And it's like, 
last streamed like 19 hours ago, one day ago, two days ago, three days ago. And I'm like, whoa, girl, it's, <laughs> you're on it. You're on it for sure. Do you have um, do you have like a day of the week that you take off? Do you have like games that you play for yourself off stream? Do you have like other things that you do? Not really games off stream. Actually, no, I'm trying to get good Rocket League at the moment. Um, <laughs> that's fun. Um, but no, not really. Like, I still, I really should. I know. <laughs> like, you could always learn how to pick locks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck. That's a good, it's a good off stream activity. <laughs> Yeah, because like whenever I have burnout, I always think, well, I should just, you know, you know, learn a different career or a different craft, you know, <laughs> and then then come back to it. And then I'm like, what? But it's like really good money though, and it's actually really fulfilling <laughs> on the good days. So you know, no, I'm yeah. fine here. This is a fine spot to be. And I will say that you know, when you are burned out and when you get out of it and you do get back into it, it does give me like this weird renewed zest for what I do. And I feel like the days that it's it's shitty and the days that I'm burned out and the days that I take off, it makes me appreciate when it's going well and appreciate when I have the energy and appreciate when it's going good a hundred times more. True, true. And like, I think everyone I've spoken to in, in the space, whatever they're whatever their specialty is, they've said the same, honestly. <laughs> They're like, some days you just wake up not feeling great yeah. just because of what you do. It's an interesting thing because I, I think all of us are very driven and um, and I, f- I have this terrible thing where I feel guilty if I'm doing anything that I feel like I can't use professionally. Do you guys ever feel that yeah, way? That's exactly the reason why. That's, that's it, it, right? That's it. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Like for instance, like I felt like I couldn't even sit down and watch a movie unless it was like Mortal Kombat so Sonya and I could talk about it. Like <laughs> I can't even give my give myself a rest. Like it's it's truly bananas. And but then the other thing that I, I found, which is the other side of that, is like every time I've forced myself to do something, like learning how to pick locks, which I don't know how to do. Mm. But if I were to like be like, Blay, no, we're gonna do something that has no relationship to comedy, to Conan, to Good Game Night, to anything, I eventually, and I would do it for fun, I would eventually that would kind of inform my content. That yeah. would because we're naturally creative people. So I don't, I, you know, I kind of feel like it all informs each other whether we're going to feel guilty about it or not, you know? True, like, true. Yeah, most of the things you do, like offline, end up somehow coming right. into the <laughs> online world anyway. But no, that's, that's interesting you say that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
you have uh, do you have an editor or do you do your own editing? Yeah, or? yeah. No, I have an editor. Like I have a bit of a team, so it's like I have so much time to just stream. How did you know you had to shift into getting a team? What was there a moment where you're mm. like, oh boy, I gotta get some people? Or did it kind of happen piece by piece? Yeah, the thing is when you finally get over the fact that you have to spend money, <laughs> and then you realize how much. Uh, how easier life can be. Like an editor I've always had because that made sense, you know. Mm-hmm. But for other things, uh, for people helping me out, just film or just the just basic things, yeah, no, it's the most amazing thing. <laughs> Honestly, having an amazing team and building that up is like, I'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? It makes <laughs> so much sense. Oh, my God. <laughs> People can't see right now, but Kath is actually being uh, hold, held aloft on a golden throne by 50 people. <laughs> it's why, it looks like a Kanye video or something going on over there. She's it's being amazing. fanned. Yeah. The fans grapes. are a lot. The fans, it's excessive, but deserved. Yeah, deserved. The fans are a lot. The fans are a lot. What's a guilty pleasure that you're like, all right, this is a little expensive, or I wish I didn't pay money for this? Mm. Oh, that's actually, I don't think I have one. I have a thought of one, though, that one that I would have um, because I'm, you know, right now doing like renovations is one, one of those arcade basketball machines. I don't know if you've seen oh, yeah. them, I've seen, but like I love them. Every time I go to an arcade, I am there all the time. I'm like, what? I could just have this in my house. I only have to play like 3,000 games and it would be worth it or something. That's it. Don't pay for itself. <laughs> Honestly, though, it would. Yeah, that thing's like that's like two bucks a play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and just <laughs> yeah. streamline it. So that would be it if I decide to get it. So you're you're going to be a laser beam on the court if you get one of these machines. You're just going to be like Swish City over there. It's going to be hope amazing. So. I hope so. <laughs> Get that jump shot perfected. It's one of those things where when you do it, like you do actual basketball after doing that, it just doesn't translate. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was going to ask, wait, do you like actual basketball or is it just like the confined? It's just the game machine. I don't really care (laughs) for basketball. I don't really play it. But the machine, though, it's just satisfying. Like if I could get to 100, the score 100, that would be like, oh. It's so funny. There is a thing when whenever I play one of those games, there is like you get into like this mental, physical, <laughs> like flow, right? You do. And if you break sh- the flow, it's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah. You, you stop shooting as well. <laughs> it's true. I, I feel like it's this weird, this is cheesy, but like it's almost like a, it's like a higher consciousness. You're just like in it and you are the basketball. <laughs> it is a, and it the is a third per, like out of body experience playing the basketball game. <laughs> it really is. It really, like, there is. And it's the unique arms to keep that. going and you're like, oh my God, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, just you're like not watching. even saying, no think, just ball. No think, just ball. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, you're like watching your own arms throw the ball. It's cool. I love that. I definitely get that. Um, I I appreciate the the basketball arcade situation. I love it. Although I will have to admit, I am more of a skee-ball lady. Oh, Oh, okay. Similar though. Similar. Arcade, why not? (laughs) You might have to. I'm going to have to come visit. Um, I I love like these. These are all the biggest machines. Like. It's not like just like a little pinball. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was bad for wanting like a Miss Pac-Man tabletop. And you guys are like, yeah, these huge. (laughs) Oh, the biggest one you have? I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it. Skee-ball, though, similar thing. Mind, Uh body. 
If you get, mm-hmm. oh, oh my God. If you get that corner, if you find the distance that in that corner <laughs> shot. Oh. <laughs> that sweet, sweet ski ball flow. Oof. It is. I will say the only, once in a while, I will get a similar thing with air hockey. Where like you are the puck. Hmm. Do you know? Like if you're getting like oh, really intense. Fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes so yeah, fast. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like I am, it's like, whew. I feel like that's like what it must be when Neo plugs into the matrix and he can see like the code. That's me in air hockey. Like every once in a while. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, you hit that triple shot in. Oh, it's the best. I can see it. So similar to uh, how much I'm just assuming that you absolutely uh, kill it at those basketball machines. Um, were there any games as a kid that you like nobody could beat you at? that you absolutely crushed at. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I was way better than my brother and all co- all my cousins and everything, honestly. <laughs> yes. Like like Mario Party, I feel like is something I've always crushed at. Oh. <laughs> I know it's like a chance-based thing, but I, f- I still feel like I crush it each time. <laughs> Those mini games. The mini, mini games, games the mini games. I always get the mini game star at the mm-hmm. end. Absolutely. And, and Mario Kart too. <laughs> <laughs> And now I still love playing them. No one would play with me. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> um, I, I would it's, love It's actually to. going online soon. So, you know, <laughs> total oh, pl- yeah. plausible situation. Let's play Mario Party together. And not stream it just for us. Just for <laughs> us. Or just for you guys, I should say. On your day off. On your day off. No, no, no. Stuff that that'll be amazing to watch. We, we have to stream. <laughs> yeah, we have, we're going to have to stream. <laughs> oh, I have to say, we're almost out of time. Hmm. And we love to end every interview with a best game, your favorite game, and your least favorite game. Okay. So, and it, by the way, doesn't necessarily need to be a video game video game. It could be a sports thing, whatever. What is your least oh, It's going to be a video game. game. <laughs> okay. Be. <laughs> uh, favorite, I would still have to say, like, Fortnite. It's not yeah. just, like, the game itself. It's, like, how it changed my life. So it's, like, mm-hmm. yeah, Fortnite. <laughs> For sure. What keeps you coming back? Like, what is there still that you love about Fortnite? Having played so many hours of it, what do you, what do you still find that you love about it? Um, it's like, it's the events, like I, they always have events like every few months that are huge that you go back for. And even if I don't play for like a few weeks or a month even, um, I could, I can go back to it and and just enjoy like the atmosphere. Like I love the colors in it. (laughs) Totally. Um, an interesting question, I guess, about Fortnite. Do you find that people recognize your skin and recognize uh, like your character in Fortnite and then find your stream? Do you find that it's ever backwards? Like they're like, oh, I, I saw your character in Fortnite and I had to look you up. Or yeah, something. no, absolutely. That's how a lot of people found me. <laughs> and that's how it, wow. I got that that's insane. Awesome. Yeah, because people want to know who this icon was and they're like, who are you? It's <laughs> a weird yeah. name like, you have. <laughs> but even though they don't, didn't know me, they were. I didn't get like many negativity. Like I didn't get many like who are you? Like like that kind of like passive aggressive thing is more like oh okay this is who you are type thing. Yeah. It's a very That's like cool. sweet community. Now what would you say uh, is your least favorite? And it doesn't have to be because you know it's a bad game. It's more like your personal take, um, your personal opinion. There's one that always pops to mind, and it, oh. I don't know if it deserves the flack, but like it kind oh. of did when it first came out. <laughs> Um, and I got sponsored to play it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was years ago. Uh, do you remember No Man's Sky? When it first yeah. came out. Yeah, oh. I hated that game. 
I just think of it it lately. No, no. Apparently it's like changed and, you know, better. But I remember when it first came out and it was like I agreed to 12 hours of playing it. And I was like, this is excruciating. So, But I have to get through it. So the the memories are still there of me being on whatever planet I was. Being like, I don't know how to make this interesting anymore. Oh, no. (laughs) 12 hours is so many hours. It was so many hours. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Well, like, it was part of the deal to like stream twelve hours. Right, right. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. I feel bad for them. I'm, I'm sure they're doing well, but like, yeah. I'm sure it's not yeah. a bad game now. I don't. And know. that's what I've heard is that that's why I asked if you played it. Re- I haven't. I haven't really played it. Um, but I've heard that it's kind of had its resurgence. Like it's better now, and a lot of people are not as upset about. How yeah, because be. yeah, no, that were, I was not alone in people being upset no. at the beginning. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was something about that game. I don't even know why we were upset now thinking about it. <laughs> like, it was at the rocks. I don't really remember. Like, what was the what's going on? I think it was like there's nothing to do. You just yeah. kind of would just explore without a real purpose. Um, which is fine, but not. Like a full-on game. Um, mm. Yeah, right. It's good for, yeah. A, good for a Mario Party mini game, but maybe not the whole, yeah. maybe a better mini game. Yeah. Right, game. yeah. right, right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Well, thank. this was such a treat. Thank you so much. Thanks thank for Thank you for getting me. up at the, at the crack of dawn. Yeah, I do sac- make to- sacrifices, you're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Kath, you are the best. Thank you so much. And take that day off. You deserve it. Thank you. Deserve. We'll do <laughs> That was absolutely wonderful. And thank you so much to Lucifer for joining us and chatting with us today. And if you haven't already, make sure to check her out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk all things Clueless Gamer and answer some of your questions. Stick around. We'll be right back. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. We partnered with THQ Nordic to bring you this podcast segment. All right, welcome back. Now look, here's the thing. Last week we did our first Clueless Gamer in two years. Oh. Not dog years, two human years. (laughs) Two years. It's mind-blowing. Wild. It was really weird and wild and fun. It was really fun. The game was Biomutant. The celebrity was JB Smoove. And it's so funny because, like, Sonia, you know, we have been doing this podcast now for quite a while, but we haven't done one since we haven't done a Clueless Gamer since we started this podcast, which is crazy Whoa. to think about. Isn't that weird? That is crazy to think about. Um, and, oh like, gosh. we did it at Largo in person, but I haven't seen Conan in person for a year. Oh, my God. But, you know, we did Biomutant, which was the game is super fun. And um, 
you know, I mean, Clueless Gamer, it's a comedy bit, you know, so I... I had played, they gave me the game beforehand. And so, you know, I go through with um, two of our writers, Levi and Glenn, and we wrote a bunch of jokes and areas and stuff uh, that would be good for Conan. And this was the kind of perfect game because, you know, it's it's easy to play for him, which is good. So we could actually fight, which is great. That is a huge achievement. Huge achievement. Uh, the world is great. It's full of all these like mutated animals, which is beautiful comedy gold, you know, for like a comedy bit. It's perfect. It's It looks <laughs> insane it looks it's gorgeous but it's a wild world it's so hard you know when you do something like a a call of duty or you do something like a you know when we did tomb raider it's hard when it's like human beings to to make comedy out of that we've done so many of these comedy bits that like but when they're mutant animals well yeah a little more to pull from any favorites absolutely i mean i i think that the, the, and the great thing is there was this moment where, so there are these four world eaters in the game and they're these, basically they're giant boss fights. And so we, we did a thing, which is the jumbo puff, which is the first world eater you kind of come across. And we had them fight. And as I was playing jumbo puff for the first time, it's great because you're in this giant mech suit. So that's great. A lot of explosions and fun action, which is great. Very but cool. then the, you know, there's three kind of phases to this boss battle and the third one is he eats you and you go down inside of him oh my god and if you don't swim immediately to like the esophagus wall he poops you out which is hilarious you know and then he sits on you and it's like hilarious so right away i knew we had a great ender for the bit you know because <laughs> ender that's the thing. well it's ah good one <laughs> but that's always kind of the thing is like how do we get that how do we get the temperature to a boiling point for the actual game? So the, the comedy piece has a good good ending. So I knew when I played the Jumbo Puff, we were we were in good hands. But I it was, was going to really say that um, Jumbo Puff sounds delicious, but then every <laughs> everything that you just said changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but it was great. And JB Smooth, aside from being just one of the funniest people alive and an amazing improviser, also like you know, the, the great thing about him is he plays games. He's been in Grand Theft Auto and he's actually, so like these, these other clueless gamers we've done with like people like Kumail or Ron Funches who actually play games. It's just, it's so much easier because he's just doing the thing. So it's not me being like, okay, go left. Okay. Do, do this. You know, mm-hmm, so that, mm-hmm. that, so JB was a real treat as well. So we asked you guys to send a few questions in, uh, about the last clueless gamer and, uh, we've got a bunch here. You ready? Let's do it. All right. So Shav Shahiro, I'm so sorry if I butchered that, but uh, they asked, did did Clonin? Clonin. That's (laughs) Conan's clone for people who don't know. Did Conan have much of a say in the character creation in The Last Clueless Gamer or was that all JB? Well, it's interesting. Like, again, I, I, I think like, you know, we're making like a piece of comedy and to make that piece of comedy, I need to play a lot of the game. So I had to get far in the game with a certain character. So here's kind of a dirty secret just for our podcast listeners. They had fun talking about the character creator, which is in Biomutant, very robust and very fun. But they had to pick the character that I originally created. (gasps) So it matched later. So it Uh matched. So the footage matches. We did that in Skyrim, too. I personally had played a Khajiit who's like a a cat cat race uh, in Skyrim. So when we were doing the character creator part in Skyrim as well, jokes, 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 but then he needs to land on a certain character. So you are the man behind the character creation. 
the in boy. all. I'm really a boy. I'm not really a man. <laughs> you are the bouncing baby boy. I'm the bouncing behind baby boy. the character creation. Yeah. So they they did their they they do all their comedy, but then I did have to have them land on. Uh, I think it was the Hyla character because it was the toughest because I knew Conan would get beat up a lot, so I chose that race, <laughs> that mutant. Uh, I love these. I love the behind the scenes. Yeah, there I you love go. the behind the scenes. Uh, Nolan Y wants to know: Are there any games that Conan was surprisingly adept at? No. Next question. <laughs> not one. Not no. a single. No. Nice. Terrible. Oh, okay. All right. Even even when we did arms with Will Arnett, which is all motion tracking of him punching, he's still terrible. It's, <laughs> you can't do it. It's he's you know. Maybe one day. Ashwin Shaji, again, I'm so sorry if I've butchered that, but uh, they would like to know, favorite game that Aaron has played with Conan? I'm trying to think of the one I got beat up the least. <laughs> the one where you've endured the, the least abuse. There was one where he smashed three chairs on me in succession, so that would be the least That's favorite That's your favorite? Game. Uh-oh. No. I, I Honestly, I, I think, you know what I'll say? The next one. I, I think, like, every every Clueless Gamer has is fun in its own way, and is tough and it's in, in another way. Um, but I, I think that um, this one was great because JB was great and the game was fun. But uh, but yeah, I think that's it. And, and this was this was great. And I have to say, like in terms of shooting, like in terms of us actually filming this, like Conan and JB are so great together. And the fact that Biomutant, like the combat, you could just it's very kind of easy to pick up. So that made it a, a fun one to do with Conan. Like people always want like, Oh, what about dark souls? I'm like, it's just going to be Conan dying over and over and over. <laughs> How can we make something funny out of that? But so this was, this was really great. I love that. So you have fun. You love, you're into, you're into biomutant. It was really fun. And I'm really happy. Clueless gamer is back. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to hopefully get another one on the books. So I have yes. a couple ideas of ones that I think would be great uh, for, for another one. And if you guys have ideas, Tweet at us at good game, nice try, or use the hashtag GGNT of games you think that would be fun for a clueless gamer. Obviously, we all think Resident Evil Village would be fun. So, yes, of course, I would love to try to do that one, but other games I might not know about or hear about. Let us know. Good Game, Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Beckton with engineering and sound design by Chester Guasta. Music by John Danik. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 